Good evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone. Ian is back with us, back from the beach. Got a little bit of a suntan, I can see. Yeah. I'm a little jealous. No, I'm just kidding. I am going to the beach this summer. Oh, man, I guess I got to turn my phone down. <laughs> Answers that question of whether or not the sound's working right. It does. It does. It does. So you're heading to the beach sometime? Yeah, this summer. Fantastic. Yeah, Tanya and I are going just for... Just SPF to 50. As, well, we're going with the 100. I don't want to get burnt at all. Oh. Now, she may go with 50, but... I'm going with the 100. And if they had 150, I would go with that. Oh, really? Well, it matters up here for, in my mind. So, oh, is it okay? Water babies. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to make yeah. any further comments. Well, what's this have to do with that? the book of Acts? <laughs> but that's but yes, okay. But you know, it's you know, great to be back. It really is. It's great to be back. And I just want to thank Chad McLeish. Did a yeah. great job last week. Thank you so much. Chad's here with us tonight. So really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. It's awesome yes. for you to be a part of us yeah. and what God's doing. Did you have a good time? Man, I had a great time. Good. That, yep. That's all had, it really found matters. all kinds of sea life, live and dead. But yeah, yeah, it was fun. Good. Kids had a great time. Good. That's good. As long yep. as you and the family had a good time. We certainly did. All right. Well, we uh, we finished up, I think we finished up Chapter 10 last week. Did we, Chad? Finish up Chapter 10? I don't think so. No, we didn't? Okay. I think we only made part of the one. Oh, no, we, we did finish it, because I remember reading about this. The, this yep, we did yep, finish Acts chapter 10. Spirit being given to the believers yes, and, and such. Yes, because exactly. that's right. We talked about uh, it being a segue. Yes. Okay. And how, um, you know, the book of Acts is going to start being really more focused on the Apostle Paul rather than Peter and, and the others. Um, and this was where Peter realizes that he has this vision and he realizes that God has called the Jews as well. I'm sorry, he has called the Gentiles as well as the Jews to be a part of his kingdom. And we know that from Genesis chapter 12, right at the beginning when God called Abraham, he mm. said that I will make you right. uh, the father of all many nations. Um, so Peter, though, realizes this, but now he's got to convince everybody else. So when we start chapter 11, he's going to be explaining what, why he did what he did with um, Cornelius's family so you want to pray first uh, yes we'll go ahead and pray and yeah. if anyone has any prayer requests please let us know send us through facebook and we'll be praying for those um, when we wrap things up this evening sounds good heavenly father dear god we are thankful for this time that you've given us lord and i just ask for your holy spirit to just bring revelation to our hearts and minds um as your word talks about the rhema word uh revelation from your holy spirit um through the logos the written word um that you have given to us. And Father, I just pray that as we're able to to read through these passages and discuss these things that uh, your Spirit puts on our hearts, Father, that you would just quicken us to understand them and that you would allow us to see how they can be applied to our lives and, um, Father, how we, through following the heart of your Spirit uh, and your heart, that uh, those around us can be impacted and um, understand just how much that they are loved by you. Father, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, well, um, mind if I begin reading? Not at all. All right, well, let's read together Acts chapter 11. 
The apostles and the brothers throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So when Peter went to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him and said, You went into the house of uncircumcised men and ate with them. Peter began and explained everything to them precisely as it had happened. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. I saw something like a large sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to where I was. I looked into it and saw four-footed animals on the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, and birds of the air. Then I heard a voice telling me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. I replied, Surely not, Lord. Nothing impure or unclean has ever entered my mouth. The voice spoke from heaven a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and then it was pulled up to heaven again. Right then, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. The Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. He was told how he had seen an angel appear in his house and say, Send a Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He will bring you a message through which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them as he had come on us at the beginning. Then I remembered what the Lord had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift he has as he gave us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think I could oppose God? When they heard this, they had no further objections. And praise God, saying, So then, God has granted even the Gentiles repentance unto life. Let's stop there for a moment. Hmm. Pretty amazing. It is. Um, a lot of this that we just read was uh, a recap of last week. Mm-hmm. A recap of Acts chapter 10 with the, with the vision. Um, and again, I want to point out how... Peter says, the Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. And we kind of talked about that last week, um, how the Spirit was speaking to Peter, but an angel spoke to Cornelius. But then at the end, the Spirit was now speaking to Cornelius as well, because he had received the Holy Spirit. I think that's just amazing how how God played that out in the Bible. And uh, there's one thing I want to point out, because I really think it's important, and a lot of people don't know about this. Um, and it's what Peter said, and I should have pointed this out last week, but he said, I saw something like a large sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners. Now, sure, a sheet has four corners, okay? But the number four is very significant, okay? Anytime we see the number four in Scripture, it has something to do with the Messiah. Um, and a lot of people don't don't know that, so I'm just throwing that out there now. And... It's really interesting, and one of the big reasons I bring this up is if we were to look at the Hebrew Bible, straight Hebrew words, there are seven words in the very first part of the Bible. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I don't know how many that is in English, but it is seven words in Hebrew. One of them is not translated. It happens to be the fourth word, okay. and it is the Aleph and Tav in the Hebrew alphabet. The first and the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet, Aleph Tav, like the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, Mm -hmm. and it's right next to the word Elohim. So 
in a way, I guess we could say that's Jesus right there with God, the fourth word, the beginning and the end, right next to mm-hmm. God in the beginning. I, that's just some Which ties trivia. right into where it goes on to say, let us make man. Yes. The, the plural exactly. pronoun there, let us make man. The only other time that word, <clears throat> et, Aleph Tav, is found in the Bible is in Zechariah, and I believe it's chapter 12, verse 10, but it might be chapter 10, verse 12. I can't remember. Okay. But it is, they will look upon et whom they pierced. They will look upon Aleph Tav whom yeah, they pierced. The beginning and the end. Yeah, the beginning and the end. They will look upon Jesus hmm. in a sense. So Awesome. Just some trivia for you tonight. To get well, us started. It, well, it numbers. I mean, yeah. you're talking about four, yeah. right? And then, and also... Four seasons. And, and how many times did the dream appear? Well, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, the, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But four is 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 brought up here. Yeah. And so is three. And and right. that's... Uh, three is always the, the confirmation. Right. So it's like when people have... Talking about dreams. Mm-hmm. Here, um, but when people have dreams and all, if they come in a series of three... Mm-hmm. Then it's one of the things where yes, it's that's it's, how you know it was definitely God. Yes, it's yes. like the Lord putting an exclamation point. Yeah, on what He's telling you. Right. Um, right. So, but yeah, numbers. Numbers are huge. Yeah, I'd like to do a study on that sometime. Just to, you know, right. We'll, we'll think of some way we can get in there. It's not like we don't sure. do all kinds of media, right? <laughs> right. I know. Right. We'll figure it out sometime. But it is. It's it's neat. It's neat to see that, and and it was. You know, as far as Peter speaking and sharing, um, what he had to share was so convincing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There was no. What did it finish up with? Um, when they heard this, they, they had, had no, no further objections. Right, yeah. and praised God, mm-hmm. saying that God has granted even to the Gentiles repentance unto life. Which amazing. Yeah, you see, the Just the amazing. early the first Christians were all Jews, right? You know, and right. so they. This is really important, I think, because nowhere in the Bible, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but nowhere in the Bible does it say, you shall not go into the house of a Gentile. That is Jewish traditional law. Mm -hmm. Now, I know there's the whole clean and unclean, and I know where they derive it from, but God never said, don't go into a house of an unclean Gentile and eat with them. No. Specifically, that was that building the law so that if we don't break this law, we don't break this one, we don't break this one. Right. Okay. So they're ingrained with this tradition still. You know, you went into the house of an uncircumcised Gentile and ate with them. How dare you, Peter? And he's like, oh, hold on, guys. Let me me explain. I got a vision from the Lord, and here's why. Like, oh, so it's starting to break down that tradition. It is. And I believe God is starting to break down some traditions in our world today, too. Things that we've accepted. Yes. And when we hear about them, if it goes against what we've been taught, that's not true stuff. Mm -hmm. But it is. It's biblical stuff that God is bringing back into the forefront Mm -hmm. in these days. He is. He he really is. And it's one of the things, too, that, you know, I I go back to some of um, our early conversations. Mm -hmm. And um, at at that time, you were pastoring, Mm -hmm. and I was... Yeah, outside the church. Yeah, I mean, outside yeah, the four walls. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. outside the organizational structure yeah. of everything. And um, God decided He wanted to change that. Yeah, which is really crazy. It is crazy. I still happen. think it's crazy. I know it is. But to watch when that happen, and now you know, here it is. I, I'm 
pastoring yeah. and in in the the four walls of organizational church and religion yeah you know and and you are not right and um and so it's it's really interesting to watch that happen and so even in that it's like one of the some of our earlier conversations were about the from god's perspective the lack of existence of four walls mm-hmm. and right. what then should it look like and what does it look like and how does it operate and how does that how does the church without walls function and and so, <clears throat> having talked about that, what are we oh, three years ago? Yeah, now? three years ago. Three years ago, talking about that and understanding that that's where God is is leading and taking um, his sons and daughters mm-hmm. um, to then have gone through a pandemic of where the churches weren't open, right? And people were still wanting to minister, and they. St- so what they had done is 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 they had tapped into that the Holy Spirit and that drive that God had deposited into them mm-hmm. to still be the church even though they weren't coming. Right, right. So now we end up with the church on the move. Love it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it's really neat. It's really neat. But see that that's some of the same thing here. Yeah, exactly. Is, is right. that's what the Lord was doing yeah. even with Peter is letting Peter know. Yeah. That look, it's not just about the Jews. Right. Right. And, so and, let's get on the move and get out there. Yeah. So then God has granted even the Gentiles repentance unto yes. life. That, it's what they, you know, we are Abraham's children. It's what the Pharisees told um, Jesus. And, and, right. You know, he was kind of saying it then, too. Before Abraham was, I am. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, I am beyond just, just Abraham here. And so this goes beyond and, and like, you know, I mentioned Abraham in the beginning with Genesis chapter 12, but mm-hmm. God's plan all along was to go beyond Abraham yes. and to go beyond the four walls of the church. That's right. To all of his creation. All of his creation. Yeah, Amen. Absolutely. I think there's another thing in here that, um, that uh, one of the things that Peter was uh, sharing in a verse, I'll say 13 and 14. Okay. He told us how he had seen an angel appear in his house and say, send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He will bring you a message through which you and all your household will be saved. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that is. It's it's one of the promises that I I have a sense that we can (coughs) grab a hold of Mm -hmm. for those who are in our families. Yes. Um, Not that they enter into the kingdom of God through riding on our coattails by any means. Right, right. By any means. But it's one of the things that um, for us that we can move and go and be and do in faith and understanding that what God does in us and through us, that our household will clearly have an mm-hmm. opportunity to choose to step into that relationship and to be saved. Right. as what he's saying here. Right. Whether it be a spouse, children, or... Anyone in your household. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, or your family. Right. Even extended family. Sure. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. I love that. The extended yeah. family because so often um, I've heard and, and we can get into that mindset when someone is so far gone mm-hmm. that we can write them off. Never give up. Never. Never give up. Never. Never give up. And so that I just, as a point of encouragement, right? Yeah, you know, just just don't ever. I mean, it's one of the things that the Lord is. Um, he is faithful to to bring people across paths of those whom we love mm-hmm. that we may never know, 
we may never see. Right. But um, but the Lord, just don't don't ever give up on what the Lord is doing and, and God's heart for that one that you care about and that you love. Amen. Amen. All right. You Anything wanna... else in that section? I, I, I think we're okay. probably ready we'll to We'll pick on. up on um, verse 19. Yeah. Now, those who had been scattered by the persecution in connection with Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, telling the message only to Jews. Some of them, however, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. News of this reached the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw the evidence of the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarshish to look for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Abagus, stood up and through the Spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, each according to his ability, decided to provide help for the brothers living in Judea. This they did, sending their gifts to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. What a launching time. Right. And I knew that the, in the book of Acts is where the, they were first called Christians at Antioch, but I couldn't remember where it was. Yeah, so yeah here we are. This is it, yeah. Um, there was something I wanted to bring up, but I cannot remember what it was now. So let me look for it real okay. quick. <laughs> well, here, what, what, like when we're first starting into this um, passage, um, we see that um, that those who had been scattered by the persecution um, when Stephen was persecuted and when he was killed, <coughs> that me. they were still only telling Jews. Mm-hmm. So it's one of these things mm-hmm. where we can actually see that that from that moment of, of Stephen's um, persecution and his martyrdom, that that everybody that was scattered had a message. Yes. And they had an understanding with that message to only tell the Jews. Mm-hmm. So all of that was happening, and then Peter gets a vision. Mm-hmm. And so then it's almost like the, the gospel and the truth of who Jesus was is being spread, and then this happens with Peter. That information needs to catch up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, God chooses two guys. Barnabas and Saul. Right. Right, right, to help that happen and to right. really launch a ministry targeted to the Gentiles. And that was through Saul. Yes, who later became Paul. Right, absolutely. Right. You know, as I was reading this, I, I, and this may, be, may sound like a very strange correlation, but it's what came to mind, so I'm going to share it. Okay. okay? And that is that, it, at least for me, it, at times in my life, I've really felt like, you know, there's there's a whole world outside of America, but then there's just America. You know what I mean? And we just so isolationist, like okay, <laughs> okay, if you will. It's a Western mind thinking, but the pandemic really opened that up to see 
this didn't just affect America. This affected everybody in the world. I mean, I got friends in Australia and New Zealand and South Africa, and, you know, they're affected by it too. Yeah. And to just see that global scale just reminded me that, and, and of course I knew they were Christians too, but just to tie that relation that something that's happening very badly, you know, in the early days we see what's going on in New York and, mm. and to see that that's also happened in New Zealand and in Australia yeah. and, and even in England and in Europe and Russia, everywhere, mm-hmm. just made, us, made me realize that how small the world is, first of all, <laughs> right. but how it kind of, God was started working on me saying, kind of like what you were saying earlier, that this isn't affecting everybody, not just the church, but everybody, but it's letting us see that the church is everywhere. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not just, and I know that like the Methodist church, for example, is in every nation in the world, but beyond denominations, right. it, it, I don't really know how I want to say this. I guess um, there's a, a passage in Joel, I think it is, that the, that the rain falls, maybe it's not Joel, but the rain falls on the, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this pandemic fell on everybody. Right. It's, it's almost like God was using this pandemic to say, look, I'm opening it all up again. No more isolationism, no more in any other countries too, you know, maybe they, right. they go, go New Zealand, you know, and <laughs> heck with America. Right. But God's showing that he's the God of the world, which I knew that, but he's showing it more and he's getting people's attention more. Kind of like what happened here. You know, mm-hmm. you said that the, the message caught up. That's right. where I'm going with this is, for me, the message caught up. Yes. You know what I mean? I do. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's yeah. really it's humbling yeah. and intimidating yeah. to see it yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, and it's just like you look at people who are wearing masks, not just in America, everywhere. Right. They're wearing these masks now. So that's just another sign that this is happening everywhere. And, it's, and God is still God in it all. Right. And it too, you know, it's one of the things to, to look, you know, talking along the same lines of what you're, what you're speaking on, Phil, is to understand, because um, we've talked about the Great Awakenings. Yes. We've talked about the coming, That's the revival. kind of what I was exactly. hoping to lead into. Yeah. And, so. Well, there we go. And, 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 it's, and, and I've said it before, and, and I'll say it again, I, I don't believe that we are going to see a third Great Awakening. Right. I believe we're going to see the Greatest Awakening. The Greatest Awakening, And yes. in that, it's like to, to see the impact that the coronavirus has had yeah. all over the world, which right. now makes us feel very small. Right. Um, but to watch the church and the believers who love the Lord Jesus Christ and their hearts are being quickened to who he is and they are going to be raising up where they are, then this awakening is going to overtake the world quickly. Yes. Um, I don't remember where I saw this now. I think it might have been a YouTube video. I think it might be the one Chad sent. But somebody was saying that this person got a word that you're no longer going to hear about, hey, this is what I'm doing this weekend. Mm. You're going to be hearing about what, was that what Chad sent? It was. Okay. You're going to be hearing about, this is what God's doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Exactly. That's coming. It is. And, and I think it's important for us to to live in that expectation and that understanding that it's coming. So when you're having conversations out and about, and it's about something that God is doing, don't hold back. Right. Speak it. 
Yeah. You know, th- this is this is all part of of what what the Lord is doing to overtake all of what the enemy was trying to destroy. So it's the same as what we watched with the coronavirus is all right. of a sudden, you know, we're out and about and all of a sudden you're not allowed to be out and about. But when you get out and about, people are talking about this. <laughs> yes. And so when they're talking yeah. about that, it begins to influence yeah. you and impact you. Yeah. And it's the same way with the Lord, what the Lord is doing. And, and at points, we're watching that on a small scale here. Because, yes. aren't we? Yeah. But just, you know, within within our church, within our town, we're watching things happen that is is... Um, God ordained. It is positive. It is people are being encouraged. They want to be encouraged. They want to step out further. They want to be more involved in what God is doing. Mm-hmm. And so we're watching that happen here on a small scale. Mm-hmm. But what we're watching here is is what's going to be burst up in places all over the world. And you know, one thing that I would like to say when we do see this, let's not forget that it's God behind it. That's right. Because I've seen so many. Things like there was a revival somewhere in Tennessee, and it was all over Facebook, and and there was a revival in Palm Springs, and where are they now? Mm-hmm. Did they? And I'm not saying they took credit for it. Maybe it just wasn't the right time. But whenever I heard about it, all I heard was, "Oh, Palm Springs, Palm Springs. Oh, Cleveland, Tennessee, Cleveland, Tennessee." I don't hear about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's make sure we keep God in it because God's. People, we don't start revivals. Yeah, God starts revivals. That's the Holy right. Spirit mm-hmm. starts the revival, and let's give Him the credit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. Stats. Oh, that's, that's a really stats. good point. That is a very good point. You know, that's a good question. That I don't a know. Good question. I, I, I don't know. Um, I. I it's like I can't provide any hard evidence, but I, I can tell you from from my role and and what God's called me to to be um, that I've had more people reach out, respond, yeah. ask questions than than I ever have about their personal stance with the Lord. Um, or yeah. Um, I, and and two, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons that I brought up dreams a lot, Nancy, is because I've had more people ask me about, hey, I had this dream, and and it is so clear, and I can remember it like it was yesterday, and this, 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 and and I feel like God is trying to tell me something. Have you you've experienced the same? Mm-hmm. Yes. And and so and and that's why I point to to dreams and visions as far as the scripture is concerned, because that is the the number one way in. The Bible that God communicated with man was through dreams and visions. Mm-hmm. Well, because we are yeah. so capsulated in our homes, it's a perfect time. I was wondering if yeah. people are because that's hope. We need hope, but and, and I and I, I would agree with that because I believe that there people have found themselves in such situations that there is nowhere else for them to turn. And so the only thing they know is and, and it could be their their grandmother's faith or it could be their mom's faith. Yeah. And so they grabbed a yeah. hold of those yeah. coattails and they're yeah. like, because that's the only thing they have. Yeah. And so they're gonna grab a hold of this and go, Okay, well, here we go. And they get down on their knees and and then God meets them where they are, which which I think is absolutely amazing because he is so faithful to do that. Mm-hmm. But he meets us where we are and then invites us on a further journey. 
And that ties back into what your what the Bible said here about the your whole family. Yes, shall be saved. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, so I would answer the answer is yes. I, yeah. God, God is um, providing opportunity for people to be drawn closer to Him, but people are choosing to do that. Yeah. Yeah. People are choosing to do that. I want to share something with you. I've been a pastor for 22 years now, 22, almost 22 years now. Okay. And in that time, sure, I've helped people come to know the Lord. But in the last month, I have had four conversations just in the last month where people are either coming back to, coming to, or really questioning more about God. Four people in the last month, and maybe maybe seven, eight, I could probably think of in that 22 years. Mm-hmm. So tell me there's something going on with the Lord right now. Yeah. He's moving. He really is. Fast There's now. such a draw. There's, there's such a draw, yeah. And, yeah. and, I'm, and, and we're watching. I, I can say that because I know Phil and I have talked about this, but we're watching people um, come to the Lord, and we're watching people just turn. And it's not just, um, it's not just. Well, that's not for me. It's like rejection. Yeah. So, so we're we're watching these um, choices and these decisions be one of yes, I need to know more, or I don't want to know anything. Yeah. Fear? There's no no. Doesn't seem to be much gray area right. in between those. Um, fear. It's almost a hardening of heart. Yeah. To be quite honest, wow. and it, it's. And they have their list of reasons, um, but they're, they're, it's like, nope, not for me. And those that are even just a little bit open, they, they open up. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like you know, the, the little hole in the, in the dike, and then the yeah. water pressure, yeah. the, the living water of who God is yeah. comes roaring through, and that hole goes from this big to this big in a matter of seconds. And I think we're going to see more of that I, I believe a we much are. more accelerated see, I, rate, too. That's Yes, but that's the revival. And, yeah. and oftentimes right. that revival is that flow of living water. And, and God is, is moving so profoundly in people's lives that their thirst that maybe they didn't even know that they had Mm-hmm. has been quenched so greatly that they just want more and they want more. And it's this rush, this torrent um, of, of water that's coming into people's lives that um, is making all the difference for them. And, uh, and, and I think that's one of the, the big things as far as to, to learn, to, um, to understand God's movement in His voice in your life, to understand what the Bible says, to be reading our Bibles, and, and mm-hmm. to be prepared to be those disciples, because there's going to be so many people that are going to be coming that that I, Phil and I, we're not going to be able to disciple everybody. So we need to right. be we need to be disciples, and and that's one of the, one of the things that I love. And I was was reading scripture earlier this week, and the Pharisees and um, even John's disciples were getting frustrated. Because John the Baptist's disciples were getting frustrated because Jesus was baptizing more people than John was. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Bible tells us, but Jesus wasn't baptizing them. His disciples were. Yeah. And that, that's how they were handling the influx of believers coming into, it, it wasn't called the church at that point, but the influx of believers that were coming into belief and um, sonship and daughtership with the father is that Jesus is like, I can't baptize you all. 
So I'm going to get my disciples to baptize you. Mm-hmm. And so they did this together. And so that's that's the neat thing too. You know, I, I even um, I look at our church and and I see where God has has spoken and worked in so many people's lives that that they are being a light where God has placed them in whatever business, school, home, community, right. all of those different mm-hmm. places. And right. so it's like that is the church on the move. That is the church on the move. And it's not my job to go into every school system and every grocery store and every now I gotta handle my world, but I'm there supporting and encouraging, which is I, I love we got into Barabbas because his name means son of encouragement. Yeah. But but encouraging people to be who God's called them to be where they are, because that's the world that needs to hear about who Jesus is. And that's the person right. that has the ability through God in them to disciple that place. Right? Exactly. Right? Exactly. It, it doesn't have to take place in church, in a church building no. anymore. The church building is not, in the, in, in the very near future, is not going to be what it used to be. No. Because the church is now going to be out here, outside right. the building. The church has left the building. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Praised me. <clears throat> Said God's work. Good. Very good. Very good. Awesome. Yes, that, that's good. <laughs> but, but that's it. But it's like it's happening in her house. Yeah. In her house. Oh, I'm sure she, she does. <laughs> she doesn't. She didn't have to come. Here Sunday morning right. at ten forty-five, right? And and so that's what we're experiencing. So, but these are the testimonies that are going to be shared in the church building because, mm-hmm. and, and I know we've talked about this too on, on Sundays, that that church and in our time together is to build up, to refresh, to edify, mm-hmm. right? Yes, and encourage. Yes, because. We got a war waiting for us as soon as we step outside these doors. Right, right. But we're watching God do that here. And we're watching God encourage one another and build up one another so that we can step out and create the church and put the church inside people's homes or inside the companies or the community places and things like that where he has sent us. So, yeah, you know, we're studying the book of Acts. (laughs) And the church grew. That's That's right. But they didn't have buildings. They didn't say, well, I go to the Methodist church and I go to the Presbyterian church. They gathered in their homes. They gathered in the streets. They gathered. Sure, they had the temple. Mm -hmm. But they gathered wherever they were. And the numbers keep increasing as we read more and more. And they do. We're seeing the book of Acts come to life again you know, in we, our day and age. We yeah, really are. We really are. And, it's, and, and, and to watch it happen and to understand that, you know, our numbers are growing because somebody needed a bed. Yeah. You know, our numbers are growing yeah. because somebody in a workplace needed to be encouraged or, or prayed for or a scripture reference written down and given. So all of these things are expansions of the church. And, and we get to be a part of those things. Um, it, it's just amazing. It's, it's just incredible to watch and just to be a part of it. And it's really to, just to walk in the different stores. And, and um, you know, we've talked about being that walking Ark of the Covenant, that the Spirit of God lives in us. And, mm-hmm. and that 
the power of presence and just to walk into the grocery stores and things like that um, or wherever God sends us and to know that the spirit of God is there, not because we're fantastic and awesome, but because there's someone there that he loves so much that he wants to reach out and that he wants, even if it's walking by um, an elderly lady and you know what, you look just wonderful today. Mm-hmm. Just those words that we're able to speak and the presence that we carry with us can be presence, T-S, mm-hmm. to those people. And they realize, you know what, I want what you have. I need what you have. And that's a lot you even see today. It's more of, oh, man, that's really nice. I'd like to be a good person like you are. But it's like, no, I I, I need what you have because partly the pandemic has caused complete chaos. Mm-hmm. And if you walk in with some peace... People are like, I need that. Yeah. And it's true. That's well, true. Sadness, suicide. Yeah, it, Nancy, you're bad. right. There's, there's so many other layers and um, points to where the, the world is in turmoil. Mm-hmm. And, and God wants us to be the ones that walk in and put him on display in those. The last... mm-hmm. First time. Mm-hmm. Yes. He saw the door propped open and someone told him he could get food here. Yes. So, oh yes. my goodness, that is awesome. Yeah. Oh. Yes. He never knew about it. No. Middle wow. of the week. When's the last time in the middle of the week that you've seen a church door propped open? Yeah. You know? I, locked. I locked. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's, that's, that's awesome. I, I love that. That had, just what Nancy shared the door was open, and you can get food in there. There's so many spiritual implications. Yeah, that is so. Oh, yeah. Yes. Food. Absolutely. And, you know, and it's not just this church. We're not saying that it's no. We're special. No, no, no. 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 This is happening other places too, and it's going to happen a lot more. Just that God's using us right now to really set the stage, in a sense. Would you say is that? I would. I would. What, what was what was that? The term that we had talked about. Epicenter. Epicenter, yes. Yeah, he's using this church as an epicenter for a revival that is coming worldwide, and it's not just starting here in there are other epicenters. Berlin. Exactly. Yeah, there, there, there are epicenters are. everywhere. But, um, but there's, there's points where, where we, I say this all the time too, but we get to be a part of where God has allowed his spirit to, to move. Um, and we get to do this, and we get to be a part of this. And um, and there again, back at Barnabas, but yeah. we are also going to be able to come alongside where God is moving in other places, and and walk with them and journey with them. And and it's just it's so exciting. It's just so exciting. Somewhere. Yes, yes, absolutely. And and we get we get to do this. We get to be part of this. Right, we really right. Do. It's it's a great time to be alive. It really is. It is. I believe <laughs> that Abraham really and Moses are going to be jealous that we lived in this time. <laughs> yeah, and we, yeah. we, we want to talk to them. They're going to say, "No, I want to talk to you." Yeah, but tell me about this time you lived in this. Yes. this great revival. So, yeah, it really is. But it is. It, it's too. But there's a, there's a um, there's an importance of preparation that we are ready and prepared mm-hmm. in season and out of season. Yes. Second yes, yes. Timothy. 
Yes, Second Timothy. Um, but to be prepared in season and out of season, and and part sure. of what that is 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 our prayer life. It is our our knowledge and understanding of of the written word of God. It is the the understanding of as the the Holy Spirit moves us and directs us and guides us. And and I'll say communicate with us. I think oftentimes we use the word. Well, I don't hear. I don't hear God's voice. Right. But but in God's um, uniqueness, as he's given each one of us a different set of fingerprints, he's going to communicate with each one of us yeah. differently also. So it isn't always about hearing. Um, it can be about seeing. It can be, well, we have all five senses. You know, it can be about um, seeing, hearing, um, touch, um, smell. Yeah. Um, I forgot, the, what's our fifth Taste. Sense? Taste. <laughs> Taste and see that the Lord is good. <laughs> yes. But it is there. Yes. But it's one of those things to where, you know, even when we, we recognize things or we, we sense um, the Lord is, is sharing something in our thoughts, that we need to know that it is Him and that it parallels right. to the truth of the Word of God, to the Bible. And in those times, that's going to prepare us even more so to be able to teach and to, to disciple and to bring people along. So it's it's one of the things, it's great to be involved with all these things and to watch God do things and to watch stuff move, but there's a sense of responsibility that we each need to carry as well, is to be ready to disciple. And, and really important, this one of these last verses here, the disciples, each according to his ability, decided to provide help for the brothers living in Judea. According to his ability. Now, I don't know how many times I've heard people say, I just can't go to church i can't afford to you don't have to give money you know if you can't if that's not in your ability right then okay can you smile can you you know help somebody up the steps there's all kinds of things you can do church isn't all about giving money Mm -mm. it's about doing being and doing what god has designed you to be and do right that'll preach (laughs) i've heard that before (laughs) It, it is. It's according, you know, we're able to, and I love, I'm so glad you brought that out, Phil, um, because it's according to his ability. Right. And some of these disciples actually learned that they could do more than what they thought they could. That's true, too, yes. And so, yes. But it is. It's according to your ability. What are you designed for? What are you built for? Because not everybody's going to be able to do the things that I do. And I cannot do the things the majority of the people around can do. I can't. Okay. But right. what can right. we get done together? Oh, my gracious. You know, just a quick little personal testimony. When I stopped trying to be something and just started being who I am, that's when God, I really opened up and let God really move me. And that's when I grew. Mm-hmm. That's when I got closer to him. That's, that's when good. I started really helping people. When I stopped trying to help people, and that sounds kind of strange, but I mean, I would try to force it. I was trying to be something that, I, that God never designed me to be. When I let go of that and said, okay, God, just take me and use me as you will, yeah. I started to learn what he had designed me to do. And I started working in that area, and that's when my life changed. Mm-hmm. That's when, well, I don't even know what to say. You know, it's just a, that's you, when things change. It is, but but in it that manufacture in that change, don't you feel like you stepped into flow? Yeah, the flow of what and freedom. Yeah, there you go. And the freedom. flow of what God's doing, and when you're in that flow, then you have the freedom to be and do. 
and it's like you know it, it a lot of that is um you know it I mean, I, I, I'm just getting all these pictures in my own head about my own life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and even in the last two and a half years of being able to, the opportunity to be able to pastor and um, to speak and communicate and share those things that, that God had been teaching me for years, mm-hmm. um, but then put me in a position to show me that, hey, look, you can, you can do this. You know, that's interesting because when I became a pastor— that's when it really all started. Like, oh, I have to, I'm a pastor. I have to do this. I have to do this. And I had a list of things I had to do. I had to be like everybody else. And I was falling all, down all over the place. But when I let go of that and just let God move me, yeah. I'm not a pastor like everybody else. I mean, <laughs> how many pastors come back to their old church and work with the pastor? You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, I guess what I'm saying is how you are growing into... You know, you did all this stuff outside the church. Now you're growing into being a pastor and doing a very good job. And I'm growing into not being a pastor and working outside the church. And it's and doing a very good job. Well, thank you. But it's just interesting how it God is. has done that. I know. <laughs> I know. It's one of the most unique things. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's amazing. According to our own ability yeah. to help provide help for the brothers and the sisters and, and those within the yeah. church. According to our ability. And we all can do it. You don't have to have the title pastor. No. I don't even like the title. Because we're all pastors. Yeah. In a sense. Mm -hmm. Every one of us is a minister. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it's and it's one of the things to where it's unique. We're in a unique time because we're giving an opportunity to take our abilities and our gifts and our talents and our purpose. And actually people are being drawn to us. Yeah. We don't have to go out and find them. Not us, meaning you and me, like all. No, of us. I, I mean the right. I mean the church. Yeah. The, the each yeah. one of us individually. Yes, you know, exactly. People are going right. to show up in our lives, and we have to follow the Lord's lead because not everybody can put me on speed dial. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's really right. it really, and right. that's that's one of my points in in making sure that we understand the um, the communication or even the unction of the Holy Spirit in mm-hmm. us is that, okay, you're in a situation. God has brought someone across your path. It's not what would Pastor Ian do. It's not what would Pastor Phil do. It's like, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you need me to do? Mm-hmm. And then he empowers us to step into those situations so that person can see him. Surrender. Yes. Mm-hmm. Surrender and obedience. Yeah, that's right. Well, we are... Yeah, past our time. Like it is good stuff. We wrapped time. up chapter eleven. Yes, we did. So we'll start chapter twelve next week. Sounds great. Did we you get know, any prayer requests? Uh, we have no prayer requests, but I, I got to say this is yeah. really neat. We started out. I put on the title for Facebook Acts chapter eleven, and then I saw how bit, how short chapter eleven was, and I went, I probably should have said eleven and twelve. God knows what He's doing. Yes, we finished chapter eleven, I and we had a great so. conversation. Yes, so. we did. I'm All right. Yes. yes, my friend Adam. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. That's wonderful. Adam? Adam. How okay. exciting is that? First he child. Teaches at Bridgeport? His wife does. Yes. Yeah. She's friends with my They're Oh, really? Really? And oh, Lisa, that's I awesome. Have, I have been at their house when they've been on vacation. My babysit their dog. Every time I go past the dog and he's I go, Cammy. Because <laughs> her name's Cammy. Yeah, the dog. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 her name's Cowser. That's yeah. her name's Cowser. 
Okay. We have a prayer request. Great. New life. For Wilma and Jerry Neely. Okay. All right. It's still mesmerizing. It's amazing. It is amazing. God is amazing. He is. All right. Um, any prayer requests from anybody here? We got one on Facebook, uh, and we got a praise. Awesome. So let's pray. Awesome. Go ahead. Thank you, Phil. Heavenly Father, as we close out tonight, we want to thank you for this incredible conversation Thanks, we had. Father. And just, just to feel you flowing through us and, and you getting your message out through us, Lord, it's just so amazing. And pray that this message as it goes out to all the people who watch tonight and people who will watch we just or listen we pray that they be touched and blessed as much as we were by being here and being a part of it father that's just the power that you have mm. in this world that your words don't fall empty anywhere they continue on and on and on and we just pray that as they hit someone else that they'll carry them on just a beautiful power of your yes. holy spirit lord and thank you for the wonderful gift that he is. Father, we want to thank you also for Adam and his wife and their new child and pray that the, everything will go well the next few hours and we pray that this child will grow up to know you, trusted you, and to always look to you and be a blessing not only to their parents but to everyone that they come in contact with. Mm. And Father, we pray for Wilma and Jerry Neely we pray, Lord, that you will just reach down and touch them and meet their needs wherever they are, whatever it may be, Father. If they're in sickness, then we pray that you bring them health. If they're yes. having relationship issues, we pray that you restore and renew their relationship, whatever it may be, Father. Have problems with a child, whatever it is, Lord. We don't know, but we trust that you know, and you will hear, and you will answer, because we trust you, Lord, and we know that you can do this. For mighty and powerful are you, almighty God. Powerful to save us, powerful to sustain us, powerful to create us. Almighty God, thank you for hearing our prayers this night. Go with us as we go from this place. Bring us back again next week to study your word. And until then, Lord, hear our prayers. Up now, so. Uh, sorry about that if you're still watching. Uh, <laughs> We're going to, we'll see you again next week. God bless.